Uh, Hunter, so this is a we've had this kind of situation before where it's like, oh, this is kind of like smaller game that's sort of like a an experimentation of mechanics and stuff. If you could an give, experimentation of mechanics sort and of, stuff, says uh, Matt, game says expert. Uh, Mirror's Edge. If you could have given it to like any other developer to sort of take the same gimmick and idea uh-huh. and run with it. Who would you have rather... And run with it? And run with it? Are you kidding me? (laughs) Uh, So you want me to kind of hand it off? I kind of want you to grab the suitcase, the briefcase that Mirror's Edge is in, and steal it from DICE and EA and get it across the city. This is not a very interesting question to to ask me. Why? Because, first of all, you already knew my answer. Or you just don't really know me or listen to the things that I say, which I've always thought, actually. Um, but it's Sega, you dingus. Yeah. Of yeah. course it's Sega. <laughs> so it what just, is there even This could point? have just been a Sonic game, first-person Sonic game. Of course, game. of course it would so be so much better if it was a first-person Sonic game. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 it would, and also, you know what, you could do the same premise, too. Yeah. Just put Sonic in some sort of- Weird city. Weird dystopian yeah. city. Yeah. That's like way too bright. By the way, this game is way too bright. Instead of oh my God, uh, weird so objects just phasing into a red thing, it's just like, oh, actually, that's like what the coins are for, or the rings are for. Sorry, yeah. what the rings are for is to give me you where a to go. Mirror's Edge mod that mods in Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> into the game, and then and also whenever we do the spin dash, you I spin. want the camera <laughs> to just go wild, <laughs> to just be completely nuts. It's like in you see like your your. your ankle for a yeah. set you see your own ankle mm-hmm. and then you just spin out of control until you puke yeah yeah i'm excited for the the sequel uh sonic's mirror's edge and knuckles where you get to play as knuckles but you're just climbing walls and it's still first person so you're also just looking at the wall the yeah. entire time yeah. there's no you see nothing else besides just the wall right in front of you yeah do we want to talk about that that new sonic game that oh sure right here about? right here in this yeah maybe we should in the cold Man, open, imagine if that game was game. mirror's edge sonic um i anything would have been better than what they are presenting (laughs) yeah so if you haven't seen this new sonic game you don't need to see it uh because i bet you i actually i'm gonna put some money down right now i bet you that game disappears (laughs) mysteriously It's just not talked about Just like again. Ugly, ugly Sonic. We can get away yeah, with yeah. anything. It's, it's kind of an ugly Sonic in Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, I'm not saying you won't get, what is it called? Sonic Frontiers. Frontier. Oh, my God. They're so bad yeah. with the, I, just call it, just call it Sonic 5 or yeah. something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, call it, just give it anything except yeah. for Sonic that. Sonic Empty Field. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. So, right now, it looks like Sonic Empty Field. I'm not saying you won't get a game called Sonic Frontiers. Right. I'm saying whatever tech demo nonsense <laughs> they're showing you right now, that is not a game you will play. Right. Someone right now is getting a talking to because somebody's looking at the tweets. Yeah. And they're seeing the tweets and they're like, wow, people are not really excited yeah. about whatever this is. Maybe we should just throw it all in the trash can and start over. And somebody this week is having to be like, oh, okay. I, I don't even do. think they'll start over. I think they'll release it and it'll be like 50 copies get released physically. And it's like, yeah, you could, if you can navigate the bowels of our weird websites, you're allowed to find the digital copy. But beyond that, we are going to just kind of, as a whole, forget that the marketing campaign for this ever existed. And just, it'll be one of those games where like, oh, wait, that di- did that come out? Wait, yeah. when, when did that come out? Oh, it's been out for six months? What yeah. are you talking about? 
You know how in getting over it with Bennett Foddy, uh, Bennett Foddy just used like just like trash <laughs> assets that yeah. he just got for free. That's what that Sonic yeah. game looks like. Yeah. It looks like they had a Sonic model right. that someone made, and then like whatever they just bought the just new Unreal engine, Unreal. and yeah. it's like, oh, it came with this environment. And we're like, yeah. oh, we can just use this. Yeah, and they just popped them in, and we're like, and it's yep. like. That'll work. It's like the Halo Reach level creator yeah, yeah, yeah. of like, it's just a- like, I just put a racetrack in the sky. It's a custom <laughs> Halo map that someone, it's a Halo infinite map that someone made. And they're like, dude, we can totally mod Sonic into this yeah. and no one will ever know. They got There's the gonna wrong be a wh- hog. It was supposed to be a warthog it, and they put in uh, the ding dang hedgehog. Yeah, Whoops, guys. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Halo the hedgehog. <laughs> Let's go. to the old gamers almanac my name is matt martins and i am joined with my host i am the host hunter donaldson this is my guest matt martin hello uh this is the definitive ranking of all video games of all time one week at a time uh we every week talk about a game we rank it amongst the ever growing and expanding listicle that we will eventually uh I don't know. I don't know what we'll eventually do with it. It just keeps growing until our mortal coil is shucked off. Yeah, but until we are shucked. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just want to say for the record for anybody that might be worried, um, this week we are just going to talk about the game. Oh, there won't be anything, sure. you know, kind of like yeah. Stanley Parable-esque Hunter, Hunter happening. did float the idea of recording this episode while running, but I don't know that either of us are capable of running for a full hour. I could run for a full hour. <laughs> I just got to run slow. Yeah. Just a slow run. I think that would have been great, Matt, but yeah. that's the thing is we're getting too experimental uh-huh. and i already feel that there's probably a portion of the audience that doesn't want us <laughs> to go too far with the with the idea you know uh-huh, uh-huh. well and we got to ground you also i don't know that i think we saved the experimental ideas what so far at least it's been that only the best games get the treatment of if, if by well, best and you mean <laughs> yeah the best and kingdom hearts and sonic adventure so i mean uh-huh. I I don't know if it's the best game so much as, like, the ones that enable us to get excited in that way. But today is not that day. Yeah. Today is just some game. Just this game that we both played. It's okay. It's okay. Anyways, (laughs) the end. So let's rank this puppy. Everybody loved that bit so much. Let's rank it now. And then this time the episode is 10 minutes long. Yeah, it's actually 10 minutes long. And everyone's like, oh, so what's the bit? It's like, no, no, no. We just no didn't bit. like the game very we're, much. We're just out. And, and But don't don't overreact here. Sure. It's Mirror's Edge. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, this it's, game has a legacy. People like it. Yeah, People yeah, do yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah. And uh, maybe we don't. Maybe we do. I don't know. You'll have to stick around. Yeah. So this is, that's today we are talking about 2008's mirror's edge by dice uh who at the time were hot off the back of battlefield they made the battlefield yes yeah. yeah um and they so they did that and ea in the late 2000s was sort of trying to manufacture their own renaissance yeah uh which i don't know that they ever had a first uh a sance, sance. <laughs> uh first sance so i don't know if you can rena a no sance kind of deal here but uh they they were uh they were basically i, I don't know they were pl- publishing a lot of interesting projects yeah. uh that did not really all come to fruition 
Uh, except for what? Dead Space? Dead Space was the big one. Right. They did Dead Space and that was the one. Yeah. Um, and then they made more of those. And, and then they, just, they did not make more of any of the other things right, that they were, right. they, they were I doing. mean, eventually this got a sequel, but it was like way, way, way later uh, that they, they came out with it. Well, they came out with a mobile version of this game. I don't know. None of this matters. But uh, this was like a weird time of experimentation, which especially for like an EA AAA thing, mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. think is kind of notable. It's interesting that they tried it still has the feeling of like the absolute most uh ingenuity a suit could come up with yeah yeah it feels like a like a creative board of executives yeah <laughs> is like kind of the and you know in in a in and that's not so bad that sounds like a diss but like actually when you know money is motivated to create art yeah you can get some good stuff out of that i mean how do you explain you know every once in a while disney makes something that yeah. i that i like disney made coco right disney made coco yeah disney made you know coco I mean? and money, that's great money so. sometimes gets motivated to make great art that's enjoyable totally. by everybody totally. that happens all the time actually yeah. um so the the hook here was um not only uh, I guess literally you see this reference multiple times. I think it's the strangest thing, but like they were so inspired by the opening of Daniel Craig's Casino Royale, that hot parkour section. Parkour was on oh, the yeah. rise at really at the late 2000s. Parkour it's, was it's, in vogue. Yeah. So they this was going to be their pa- uh, their their parkour platformer. They wanted to uh get a, they had been running hot on battlefield guns and and vehicles and stuff mm-hmm. and they wanted to sort of redirect and i guess the developers sort of halfway remembered to definitely not do any gun stuff but then also we still definitely have guns and stuff in this parkour game yeah there's definitely still guns and stuff um and i'm not really sure why but there is yeah uh, it feels like maybe they were working on the game without the guns and stuff and then somebody came in and said like well how is anybody supposed to like this yeah yeah. And then they had to put the guns and stuff in and, and the right. guns and stuff. Is like just a complete last minute addition to the whole to the whole thing. But yeah, but then uh, oddly, there's like a lot of it, which is like very strange. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what? It's a game about parkour. It's a game about yeah. running. It's you, a first person game. Right. Cool perspective a, for this kind of thing. Right. First person parkour is, I think, on the on the face of it, a pretty interesting idea. But then I think what you forget that that means is sort of what Hunter referenced in the intro is like, sometimes your character is like doing a tuck and roll and you sort of have to visually endure that weird moment of rolling and stuff. You know, something normally I don't feel like my eyes would be open for, or I just wouldn't, it's, it's a very, that's v- visual blur. That specific kind of thing. thing that you're citing right now. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to dock this game a lot of points yeah. for very, very, Various uh, polish points, I would say, sure. uh, which is like kind of where I have problems with it. What you're referencing right now, though, yeah. I would just want to go ahead and get ahead of this to say, I actually think that's great. Right, and it's I immersive. Think the, way, the way they do it, they don't is give up on it. the The motion, the way, the way your camera bobs. Yeah, I've, I've actually seen other people call this out. It doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. I think it like I think it feels good. I actually feel like I am a moving human person through this space right. uh, in a lot of ways. We talked about in the 
Quake episode. We talked about the fact that in Quake, like you don't really bob that much, and like I, I remember thinking, no, like, you bob a lot in Quake. In or Quake, you, yeah, or no, no you, you don't. You Doom, you bob like crazy. I don't, I don't know really. if you if you bob. I don't remember much. I remember you it feeling very much like a glide, and like the successors to Quake, things like Half Life and stuff. There's not much bobbing, but then you like look at more modern stuff like Battlefield and Call of Duty. It's like all shoulder bob, wobble, wobble, yeah, wobble. yeah, yeah. And th- uh, that stuff I don't like very much. But in this game, it, I mean the the point is run. It, like the, I think the biggest goal of this game is to make it feel like you know where your feet are at all times, and so yeah, you play as this uh, runner is what they're called. They're kind of like a weird uh, uh, anti. It's like a future where it's a totalitarian government. The cops have taken over. Is it though? I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's 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 so it's dystopian um, in that. So it's dystopian because there's a shot of some cameras yeah, outside. Right. Uh, on a street and, like, corner. And like actually a, being quashed. Which oh is yeah, like, and there's protests. I, iconography like now in 2022 d- doesn't even look like a fantastic. In 2008 it didn't make <laughs> yeah. sense. Are you serious? <laughs> Cameras outside and people protesting? Right. Like people protest and there are like, yeah. Yeah. you know, it. this exists yeah. already. Right. I don't understand. Uh, so yeah, the, the world is not super well defined. Um, there, besides this whole like runner thing, right. I guess this is a, this is a world a s- where there's some sort of need for people to run across rooftops to deliver yeah. like messages and right. stuff. It's like a secret society of espionage spy things. They deliver packages. It's, it's kind of a techie thing of like, we got to get this stuff so we can hack the building. I don't know there, you, you've got a buddy that works at the computer all the time and has always got a it's bug not- in your ear and he's, he's hacking into the systems to tell you where to go next or whatever. I want to, so when it comes to the story, yeah, uh, I want to tell you something about, you should follow, listener, if you want to follow, if you're on Letterboxd, you should give me a follow up. Um, because there's a, there's a Letterboxd review that I use over and over and over, which is something I experience a lot with movies. And I experience it with games too. And I definitely experience it with Mirror's Edge. And it's, and my review of the Mirror's Edge story is that it should have been dumber. Mm-hmm. That's something I frequently run into yeah. with stories. Is like if you're if you want to do something really smart, well, that's hard, you know, and and everything needs to be kind of like in a specific place. I'm going to have an expectation that the story kind of always communicates strongly yeah. to me, yeah. which this game does not do. <laughs> if it's not going to be that, then maybe turn the dumb knob right. up quite a lot. And this game does not do that. It falls in that kind of boring middle territory. And it has story the goes. room to do that stuff too, because it's it's got these like this weirdly defined sort of organization. But the most notable thing to me, if this had been done by like a Japanese developer where they just sent them exactly the outline for this storyline without the script itself, mm-hmm. there's a character in this game that is a like pro wrestler turned mob boss kind yeah. of thing. His name yeah. is Rope Burn. Yeah. And he's huge. Yeah. Imagine if that had been a Japanese game. We yeah. would have leaned into that whole arc way harder, and or he would have been this crazy loud dude. I mean, we th- don't even have to go like even just within the game itself. If they had just paid more attention to the vibe that they had with Rope Burn yeah. and just kind of expand that to mm-hmm. the whole feel of the entire game, I think maybe it would hit a lot better. Because as it is, it's sort of um, yeah, it's sort of an espionage story about betrayal yeah. and like you know people are. People are talking. There's like politicians that are maybe getting in trouble, but I don't really feel like the world and I don't really understand exactly how it works. And there's these horrible 
animation animated cutscenes. You remember in the old each level? Yeah, here we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, it, that it was the time of this, and it's just these goofy little two D. I kind i almost want to like them it got knocked so hard I for know. this when it came out yeah. like because over the insurance commercials were yeah we're fresh active and so yeah. everybody just compared it to that but i i like them i i wish i wish that i think the art style is fine like yeah. the animation like i think that's that that's not that big of a deal that they're right. that and i don't think they were aping the insurance stuff they no, were just no, like no, this no. is a cool this style for sure and that's fine and then everybody just saw it as this commercial yeah the problem that i have with it is more the content of the story sure. and that the world is it's a dystopian fiction story where the world is not that well defined and by the way i don't mean that it needs to like take more time to it it doesn't need like science fiction terms we don't need to invest more time in it but i want it to feel i want to feel the dystopia right and i'm telling you in this story when they try to make you feel the dystopia it's just a shot of these three cameras on the corner of a building and that doesn't make me feel very dystopia you know right Uh, the only other thing is that there's i mean there's basically cops everywhere in this mm-hmm. game they call them the blues oh you got blues yeah on but you. they all wear like black i know swat doesn't gear really make time, sense so. uh but it's it's boy there's just cops everywhere and uh the 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 animation stuff too is jarring for me because there will be whole sections where you are doing exposition and stuff in the engine like you'll be talking to yeah, a character yeah, yeah. that's their 3d model oh my god and that stuff looks horrible and that looks the awful. other characters it's like every so time bad. there's a cutscene, it should have cut to a 2d animation yeah or it's just something because yeah it's just like the the character models are are no no good yeah uh but the, then within the rest of the art style, something else that gets talked about all the time is the bold choices of the use of color in this game, which is a way of saying the whole game is basically white, and then they use stark, bold, like, primary colors yeah. in a bunch of other environments. But, like, when the primary color takes over, it's just, like, almost fully replacing the white. So, like, you are either in a white building outside, or you are inside a green room, or a blue room, or yeah. a red room. yeah. I so okay. Um, there is so if you don't know, uh, if you're not familiar with Jacob Geller, he's a YouTuber, uh, very very smart guy, and I think he makes really really good YouTube videos about uh, games, and you should check him out. He yeah. has really good work. He has a video about how much he loves how Mirror's Edge looks, uh-huh. the the art style of it. He calls it like kind of timeless and stuff. I. This is the most I've ever disagreed <laughs> with a take of his on anything uh, because I do not like the look of Mirror's Edge. Yeah. And I honestly think that it makes the game harder to play. First of all, the game is too bright. It's just too, it's just unbelievably bright because everything in it is white. Yeah. And that is just so, I don't know. It just like, it literally like strains me eyes yeah. oh, to yeah. look at No, it. for sure. Like, well, and especially because then too, it's got a bunch of lighting tech in it that was new for the time. But like, there'll be moments where you're inside and then you bust outside and it's literally blinding. Like the, yeah. the lighting effect well, blinds see, that's you. A, that's and then as it fades down, it's just still really white. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, the, the, whenever it blinds like that, I'm like, oh, this is a cool effect. I see what the team is sure. going for. And that's cool. And, and, and I don't, I don't, I don't hate it when it's being cool. I hate it when I'm having to traverse it yes. via the platforming. Right. It feels like the art design makes the level design not pop in yeah. a way that it should. I feel like I'm not being communicated with very well as a player right. because in general, the whole world is white 
which makes it all kind of blend together. And I just find that I constantly feel a sense of not being able to read the game very well. Yeah. I would say that I know there's going to be a lot of people that love this game because this is kind of a cult classic game. Yeah. And what I want to pause it a little bit, what you got to remember about me and Matt, is that we aren't necessarily in the cult of this game. We have not been playing it a lot, a yeah. lot, a lot for all this time since it com- it's come out. I mean, I've actually played it. This was my fourth time playing. This is my third. Yeah. So yeah. we have we have played it plenty of times, and every time I've replayed it, I've liked it less. Yeah. Every time I replay it, I'm always like, shouldn't I kind of know this game? But right. I don't. Like, why am I still love- so bad at it? Why basically? am I still so bad at this game? Basically, <laughs> not even just performing the platforming stuff, which we can get to in a minute, sure. just talking about it mechanically in that way, yeah. but mostly traversing the world and reading it. Yeah. Like I can't look at mirror mirrors edge levels. And realize where I need to go. And I realize there might be people yelling right now. They're like, oh, but runner's vision. They have, they turn things red sometimes for a bit. And then sometimes it turns off. If you're about five feet away from it, it turns red. So it's like, if you're already there going for the object, it'll turn red and let you jump off of it. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, those things do not actually guide you in any meaningful way. And that's, that's a point I definitely agree with. I do think... This game is short enough, and a lot of the missions have pretty good reload points where you're ve- you're not you're almost never getting set back very far. But this is a game about momentum, Matt. It is, and so so it's a it's a weird catch twenty two of there's a part of me that understands if the point of the game is to sort of you know a park a person doing parkour very rarely is I, I, I my understanding of parkour at least like some of the most important stuff is you're very rarely just completely freeforming it. You have some familiarity with the space. Yeah, yeah. To a certain, now, that's not, I mean, that's not what happens when you're watching Casino Royale and he's on a police chase and he's just doing crazy stuff. Or, and but, that's like, not what Faith is doing in And Mirror's that's not Edge. what Faith is doing. Is, but but I, I do believe if you're going to watch parkour videos, a big part of, like, the coolest parkour tricks that we're supposed to be emulating here is, like, no, 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 I know my line that I'm about to do. This is right. a gymnast routine right. that I'm basically doing. And if that were better communicated of, like, the point of the game that's when i like the game it was like yeah. well let me learn this trial and error and we'll talk about it more later but like the part of this game that i got really hooked on back in the day was the time trials themselves which is like yeah i'm gonna start and reload and re- reload a bunch of times until i find like the perfect line i mean this is a speed running game at the end sure. of the day as a parkour game as a runner game like it is a speed running thing which then means trial and error is sort of required but the main storyline does nothing to reinforce that idea actually it just sort of feels like it's messing up its own pace pretty much constantly because well uh i most of the time too a a line doesn't even last long enough for it to feel like you found something it's like you do like two tricks and that's like okay now pick up this gun or open this door or climb this pipe yeah or or get in this elevator and wait for it to load right yeah (laughs) like it's it and 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 the elevator thank god i hate i hate hitting any game for for loading times, sure. you know, because it because it sucks. It's a technical thing. It's yeah. not like nobody, not no game designer was like, oh, I would love if there was like a load here. Yeah. But there is a lot of loading that is breaking up the pace of this game. And I think part of what people like about Mirror's Edge is thinking about what it does well yeah. and not dwelling on what it does poorly, right. which is what we're doing right now. Yeah, sure. But we have poo-poo in our pants, okay? <laughs> we have poo-poo in the diaper. You understand? And also, I like to... I think on this show, we, uh, or at least maybe myself, I, maybe I'll just speak for me. I like to champion games that are weird and have a lot of flaws, mm. but they have this core 
nugget that's so good that I just love it in spite of all of the problems, basically. But Mirror's Edge on that continuum of good nugget to like flaws, to me, gets in its way too much to where I don't get to enjoy it. And also it should have been dumber basically should have I mean, been realistically dumber. that is that, that's the whole thing is like if the goofy story could hold me in then i would put up with the occasional dumb you know gunfight because it's like well i wanted it there's going to be a couple good platformy bits and then some funny story yeah. or whatever yeah. like it's like you need two things it's like a triangle and it's like i need <laughs> i need the story to hook me <laughs> wait are we I making need, a golden triangle we're making a golden of, triangle of sort of, of bad video games <laughs> yeah, exactly. okay here we go here we go so stupid yes. is on one point right okay yep and then uh actually just like good core mechanic like just the the well the, let, let's call it let's call it one good one good one mechanic good hook. One, one good, good hook. mechanical hook so we got one good hook we've got stupid yeah. and we've got what like uh, style style cuz that's what like jet grind radio is like stupid and style and then sort of okay, the mechanical the, hook wait, doesn't wait, quite wait, get wait. you. Our bit doesn't make any sense because the whole point of the gold triangle is you get to pick two things. Yeah. That you can't have all three. Right. So if it's like, if it's stylish and it's got one good hook, then it can't be stupid. Actually, does that kind of work? If it's stupid and it's stylish, then it can't have one good hook. Right. That doesn't, I, does well, that work? I, I'm, it's not quite a gold Listen, trang- Matt, <laughs> it has to be a perfect <laughs> analogy. Okay. Not, it isn't. It Do is. not try to get away from this yeah. right now. It needs at least two. And I think the argument we're making is Mirror's Edge truly only has maybe one corner some games do have three there's a there are golden there are perfect yeah jack grind radio is both is all three it's stylish yeah it's stupid and it has one good hook yeah i don't even know if the mechanical hook actually gets me i well, think see, it's stupid and stylish yeah and that's I love and it. that's your own fault sure whatever. you know that's your stuff uh-huh. in yourself uh-huh. that you're not able to meet <laughs> the stupidity basically no i'm on board with the stupidity i'm saying the mechanical hook doesn't drive me no uh, you're did it it's it's, it's uh, listen so, so mirror's edge uh, just sort of has this thing where it feels like it's constantly stepping on its own toes. When it works, when like you're the first three, doing... you gotta play the first three levels right. of this game. Yes, the first three levels of this game are awesome, and that's I think what happens with people that really love this game is yep. they play the first three levels because the first three levels have the the longest series of like non-broken momentum right. uh, running and platforming right. and also i feel like the level design is more legible in the first three levels you know what it is yeah they didn't know how to make their mechanical gimmick harder mm. they didn't know how to do that so to yeah. make the game harder they added more cops to fight and have sure. to shoot guns at and like just like even more nebulous areas that you're trying to get through or whatever yeah. uh but th- that's not what makes this game fun like that's not the the, that difficulty this shouldn't have been a hard game basically i is almost what i would argue is like the the especially as an experiment like we've had more parkour games since then and now you can have harder parkour games i don't know much about uh titanfall 2 but i know that's a very popular like traversal oriented game and i'm sure that game's allowed to get quite hard and then there's like dying light and stuff has like but i think this as an experimentation i don't know that there's been a game though that's focused solely on parkour platforming yeah uh but i do think that this game should have stayed at a relative ease and just given you interesting ways to navigate like I mean, similar to Katamari Damacy, where it's like the the mechanical gimmick is great. It never gets that hard. It's never that hard of a game, but it's just fun to do that. Yeah. If they just made the platforming fun and just kind of kept it and like given you new styles of tasks to perform. There's a level about three fourths of the way through that is 
the the best level in the game but you have to like suffer through some junk and then right after it is like literally awful stuff but there's a part where you're literally just trying you're in this like abandoned building and you're trying to traverse like, oh yeah all the way I know up this. and yeah, you're like yeah. getting from tower to tower. it's great it's like, very it's, fun it's there's nobody messing with there's you not, there's not i'll say this though this is a good level this is one of the only good times where the game is very fun and there's not a lot of running though this is literally platforming back it's, and forth yeah, yeah, it's climbing a lot it's, yeah it's you get one little it's like i'm gonna do just the jump of like wall run to jump to up and then that's it and it's like yeah there's it's not one constant so that's where i'm like i don't think this game needs to be gotta go fast sonic the hedgehog i like it when it's just traversal it's just yeah slower paced platform it can commu- be really good if it's communicated if it's, well if it's and- communicated well so frequently when the game slows down i just don't even know where to go right i and and i want to call this out as a personal feeling because i know there might be some people that are like well but i know where to go in mirror's edge uh, this is just a game yeah where i the 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 level designers and me are just not the same visually. Right. I just and so I do not see their clues yeah. at all. I know they like to use the color red, but they don't. There's there. there where was it the other day? Well, there there was a level I was on where you're in an office building mm-hmm. and and the cops show up. The SWAT yeah. team shows up, and you're supposed to go up and mm-hmm. and that you have a button you can click you where B. faith where faith will face where you need to go. And every time I press it, she would just look up. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I do not know means. how to get up there. Right. I cannot jump up there. I, I can't jump that high. Yeah. And it turned out there was this one. So you have this runner's vision thing where it will highlight something in red that you can interact with. Yeah. And right in front of this this high window that I could not jump up to, there was a little stool thing that I could yeah. have jumped Done off the of. Little and, I, and I never saw it. It right. never occurred to me, or not never. Obviously, I eventually. did eventually see it. I'm telling you about it right yeah. now. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that it took me a very, very long time, yeah. and that was all very, very not fun it to feels figure out. Like this game realized that it was hard to figure out where to go, so they added runner's vision in late. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, that'll kind of help signpost, and then even that wasn't enough. So then they added this B button thing of just like, ah, she'll just she'll just look at it. She'll just she'll look just where her head around. Yeah, yeah. It's and like that Faith has like some sort of computer chip yeah. inside her brain well, that just tells her where to and go. And think too, I mean, th- this is just this is a part that's like this. This did not do what they wanted to do because in a game where my perspective is very much in control of like how I'm moving. In this game, you need to be moving forward to do your tricks. If you if you go on like an angle, you slow down too much to do some jumps yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You, you can't sidestep in this game very well. Right. So if you're not running forward, you're not like achieving the speed you need to be doing things at. And then there's a button that rips your head to the right yeah, 90 degrees right, and completely right. throws off your whole flow rather yeah. than like an arrow. Like I know we I don't I don't I'm not dying to have a bunch of UI in this game but i do think it needed something like that of like a different way to indicate where you're well, Matt, 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 but maybe if everything wasn't like white yeah maybe the like... level design just actually <laughs> maybe helped encourage you on maybe where to if go. we weren't so it just feels like it's that type we of committed thing committed to these bits before yeah it worked yeah. as a game it's like that stanley parable episode of oga <laughs> of old gamers almanac where they where they've committed to this bit and yeah, is it before we knew where it was going? Is it even, they knew where it was going. Is there any value for the listener? I think absolutely we can see that there wasn't. Yeah. Um, 
In Mirror's Edge, though, it, yeah, it feels like somebody got this bright idea. They were like, this is what the colors are going to mm -hmm. be. And it's like, okay, and that's cool. And it does look cool, by the way. Yeah. I think it does look cool. The problem is that when I start playing it, I just get so annoyed at it. Yeah. And I'm going into the video settings and I'm turning the brightness like all the way right. down. And I'm like, really? This is as dim as the game can get? <laughs> I said that out loud because yeah. I was trying to play this. I dared to try to play this game during the day. Oh, I guess you just can't do that. I yeah. guess you just can't. Unless you have like blackout curtains and stuff, you just can't play this one during the day. It's like the opposite of a horror game. It's yeah, it's <laughs> it's just everything's turned all the way up and I just I would rather things be uh, too dark and I got to turn the to crank mm -hmm. the brightness up then the whole game is so bright yeah. that I'm constantly trying to turn it down. I, I think too that the the areas where that navigation does you the the worst is like when there are enemies around. I just don't think this game should have had any enemies. And that's it, where it could have fake enemies. It sure. could have like they chase you or whatever. And, and there's they a part of the you. game where there's guys that don't have guns and they're like the cops have been training runners of their own. And that's like the whole kind oh, of that's plot cool. twist of this. Yeah. And there's parts of this game where you're being chased by them and you you can hear their footsteps behind you and you can hear them get closer and speed up and you're like I gotta get through this like there is some real tension in those moments that's very very satisfying yeah. in like a terrifying way yeah 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 uh but most of the game is just like and there's like a weird guy just with a gun kind of in your way and maybe you'll get around him but probably you have to like slide and kick him in the nuts and punch him and then take yeah. steal his gun and then shoot for it's like and the all gun of that play feels bad by the it's way bad. all the gunplay is bad all the combat just feels bad yeah because they and also like of course why wouldn't it feel bad yeah they built this character that you're playing as for running yep. and jumping and climbing right so like how are they also how is that all supposed to feel good which by the way like no other first person game had done that up right. till that point so right. this is like a new way for a game character to feel good and then on top of that the combat has to feel good too like are no you way. serious right. what are you expecting out of this yeah uh i really it's i really feel strongly that whoever you know, whoever was working on this game, whoever made this game, and maybe I'm wrong here, maybe I'm just projecting, I just feel that they probably did not want you to ever have to stop and fight the cops. Yeah. I feel like that. Now, maybe they wanted there to be cops because they wanted you to feel chased. Sure. That's different. Yeah. But this game several times just forces you to yeah. stop, and I, it really feel you can feel daddy's money yeah. walking into the yeah. room, being like, there need but they need to fight. They have There's to have gotta guns. be the fighting. They gotta stop yeah. and they gotta fight. Faith's gotta be a badass and, and steal a right. gun and kill him. I tried so hard too in all of those moments when it's like there's all right, there's clearly like four cops here and there's a pipe on the other side of the arena. And it's uh -huh. like you're just gonna like you have to get to that pipe, and because you can only slowly climb that pipe, all the guys have just an open shot at you. Yeah. I tried so many times with like is there a way I can sort of like manipulate, like get them to lure them into this corner so that then I have enough time to like jump up high enough on the pipe? I tried every way you can imagine and every time it failed to give me a way to avoid the cops. And so then it finally was just like, well, okay, I have to go knock a cop out yeah, and steal yeah. his gun and shoot them there's, all. There's, there's like five different times where that is the only way the out. The only way to progress forward. And there's also other times where you probably can get out yeah. without having to fight the cops but because i can't read the level level geometry well at all right and can never figure out where i'm supposed to go especially I mean, if the game is slow that is uh so there's like a train station part where i'm in a where i'm in a train station and you run into it really fast yeah so it has all this momentum going into it and there's cops everywhere right and then you have to go somewhere i don't know where to go <laughs> and, and i'm like i'm struggling with it yeah. and of course 
if you start struggling, if you if you can't figure out where you need to go, then what do you end up doing? Well, you end up stealing a gun, mm-hmm. and then you end up basically playing a little bit of well, very bad Counter-Strike. Right, so often the game is more fun if you can just get the enemies to stop shooting at you so that then you can spend time learning the level geometry. Like, yeah. that's when the game is fun is when I can just, like, actually, I just want to take my time. So for me, and I, I referenced this earlier, but now I want to talk about it, I think playing the main storyline of this game is not that interesting. Yeah. But burning through it once unlocks all of the time trials right and that's where i think that i think the whole game should have leaned more into its time trials game and figure out what to do with that because i played some of it this time and i still like it but back in the day i played a lot of these time trials and that's where like you see the direct connection to the speedrunning community and watching the speedrun of this game is very cool and the fun. The speedrun of this game is very cool. I am not as hot on the time trials as you are, though, yeah. because I still, the time trial still is going to carry problems like me not me not liking the the, the brightness of the game, yeah, yeah, me not yeah. being able to read the level geometry right. that well. Uh, so it feels like, I mean, earlier you were describing it as like a trial and error thing yeah. of like you trial and error until you figure out what the run is. Right. That process makes me feel like you made a game about running yep. and then I mostly don't get to run until I memorize this all perfectly. For sure. And I that's a trial and error I don't like. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of trial and errors that I that I dislike in games. Yeah. I actually do not mind if a game is like you need to do this right. right. You know, like if Elden Ring is telling me that I need to do this right. right yeah, then I put, enjoy you have, it. You have ultimate patience with Sekiro because the look is always pleasant and that moment-to-moment mechanical interaction with it is pleasant. Now, I don't speak for me. Here's what it is. I want to be able to do the unit of what this game is good at. If you tell me a game is about running, then I want to run. What I feel like Mirror's Edge does is says, this is a game about running, but don't run that much at all. In fact, you need to do most of it needs to be planning. You know, Sekiro, I'm a a ninja, and I get to be a ninja. Maybe I'm a bad ninja, and I suck, (laughs) but I'm still a ninja. Uh Uh-huh. In Mirror's Edge, I don't. If I'm bad at the game, I don't get to be a runner, and I right. don't feel like I get any of the pleasure of being a runner. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, well, so I, I feel like we're kind of wrapping up what we have to say about this game. I will say it still kind of was the genesis of a an evolution for the first person genre. I I think we I think this game's popularity led to a lot more investigation of movement systems in first-person shooters. Would we have had all of that without Mirror's Edge? Pro- yeah, sure. We, we would, no, have, we would have seen this stuff no, explored. No, probably not. Come on. But I don't, I don't know if we would have seen it explored in the same way. I think a lot of games were born out of the path that Mirror's Edge sort of plotted out and, and did, like, this is like an eight-hour game or whatever. Like, it's a quick little experiment, and I do appreciate it for that value and sort of embarking on this new sort of experiment for first person shooters i think that mirror's edge is uh it's a very cool idea yeah and i wish that there was a game that took what it does right and just you know polishes it up right. and makes it into the game that you kind of imagine when you think about mirror's edge yeah. and not necessarily the game it is when you sit down to play it right I, it is cool that mechanically it, it kind of got sliced up into little pieces yeah. and then got thrown into all these other games it got that got done in some 
cool ways and some not so cool sure. ways there there's uh did you remember brink did you ever play brink yeah nobody played that game for yeah. more, longer than about a day <laughs> yeah but i played it yeah and it did have some real trashy mirror's edge yeah random parkour stuff yeah that was not very good so it got done in a trashy way right. it got done in some good ways but overall i don't think there's really been a game now you were talking about dying light earlier i don't even really know what that is yeah. but um i don't know that there's a game that's taken on parkour first person platforming right. and said this is what our game is about yeah since and yeah i want I, that i uh i would love to and i don't know there's a sequel to this game i do not remember it ever getting heard very, it was bad yeah i heard, heard it was only bad, bad so it's things. like i don't know why i would like go out on a limb for that one but i want that one that commits to the no like i want the non-violent version of it where there's no fist-to-fist combat and there's no gun stuff and they just put e- all their eggs in the parkour platforming basket like i do want to yeah. play that game what about a game where you have to where you're a runner and you have a basket with eggs in it yeah and if you run too if fast not and the careful eggs enough well i'm but i'm serious yeah. that's a cool challenge to me that's <laughs> you gotta way... do everything smoothly you can't yeah. land too yeah, suddenly yeah, yeah. If, if, if you're too chunky with it yeah. if you're too clunky what about what if you are an egg whoa you're just an egg and you're just and trying, you're kind of rolling you do around like a roll you and as you around. roll around you kind of like suck up things uh-huh. that are around yeah. you and you keep it's getting like, bigger oh, and yeah, bigger yeah. it's just kind of and like i don't know you're like a prince or you're like the pr- the prince of this egg yeah yeah you're the egg prince yeah. and then you have your your egg father he's that, huge the egg what if he of, was huge the egg of all cosmos yeah. <laughs> the egg of all cosmos Ba-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. what a good game that would be uh well okay i i think that we can come to a, a ranking portion of this uh, episode then. Do you feel like you've talked about everything there is to talk about with Mirror's Edge? I mean, I just don't want people to feel like we're being too hard on it. Because I think it's a very cool game. Yeah. It just has, it's just such a, it has a little stinker in it all the time. I think you summarized it the best earlier, which is every time you've played this game, you've liked it less. Yeah. I loved this game. Oh, me too. The first time I played me it. Me too. Yeah. I, I played the heck out of it, dear listener. But it's just that it like... In being this sort of foundational thing, you can see through all of its errors and see where things could be improved now, you know, 14 years later or whatever. If, yeah, I mean, if 14, really? Is yeah, it, that, it's been 14 years? and it's 2022. That's almost 15 years yeah. later. Doesn't that scare you? I don't like this. Um, <laughs> I, that, that, I oh, no, this is did old not. gamers. Oh almanac. my God. As in we're old. <laughs> yeah, As in we're the old gamers. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that was the premise of the show is that we are old. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're not that old. Not I'm old. sure. I mean, a lot of our audience is a lot older than us. You yeah. bunch of old farts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we're also getting older yeah. and we feel that. Yeah. Um, so Mirror's Edge, 14 years ago. I mean, I remember I saw that I was hyped from the demo. Yeah. And I bought this full price from Best Buy and pre-ordered it, picked it up the day it came out, played the pants off of it. And it was one of those games where you're playing it and you're kind of lying to yourself a lot. You're like, I'm having a good time. But like I was frustrated. Oh, this game makes me so mad. Yeah. I get so mad at this game. This is up there on Matt's frustration ranking. Ooh, and I would, uh, I got a, well, I don't have my mixer with me. So I play something. Yeah. Play something right now. Here we go. Just Uh, hit this button. It's time for Matt's frustration zone. That, I found that Randy Newman clip online. It was the craziest thing to see that, that they mentioned you by that song like I, that I just Whoa, played. Yeah. That's Randy Newman? That was Randy Newman. Wow, and he gave us permission to use it. That's yeah. pretty cool. Um, so what was on my frustration ranking before? I'll tell you. Pikmin. 
<laughs> just Pikmin. It's the only game so, that's ever made you mad. So, so Hunter's frustration <laughs> ranking is Pikmin. I, I believe I meant like specifically the pit, the part like trying to get the Pikmin across like stuff. a little land bridge. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna add Mirror's Edge, mm-hmm. um, and we're gonna add it. I'm gonna put it at the tippy top. I'm All gonna right, put it, it above guiding Pikmin across the this land. This game bridge. makes you more mad than Pikmin does. That's yeah. actually surprising to me. Yeah. So so yeah, Pikmin is Pikmin is a little more. Uh, I find uh, cerebral in that it connects with my brain yeah. and, and well, in in ways more that, stupid. It's also more stupid. Yeah, which I like. Um, Mirror's Edge platforming uh, is great, and then whenever, and I'll I'll say specifically for my frustration ranking, I'm saying the Mirror's Edge gunplay yeah. is like the worst thing. It's, it's just the worst thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I hate shooting in it. And please never make me yeah. shoot in it. I do not need to shoot. Oh my in gosh! It. Like be, the last level is literally just that. It just so much a shooting. Shooter. Yeah, oh and it's gosh. just the worst shooter you've ever played. It, how cool would it have been if they opened the game and Faith is just like, I don't know how to use a gun. Yeah, she's just like, I don't know how to. Right. So if people pull guns on me, I have to just run. Well, and even and that's great. If the if the overreach of this totalitarian government as is primarily the arm of these armed police, shouldn't the res- the 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 backlash to that be this like pacifist group of rum- runners where their whole goal is to avoid conflict? Like it, I feel like it was right there in front of them how to like make it all work for why there would just be no combat in this game. They had it's like it feels like it was written into the game and then the suit showed up and was like, no no no, you gotta have guns and they're like, oh I guess we'll take out all the stuff well, where they're it, like pacifists. And yeah, whatnot. and it's like, why don't these runners carry guns then if yeah. they're going to you know what I mean? Like right. why would their plan be, well, in every interaction where someone might shoot at me, I have to steal, steal a gun first. Right. That just seems weird. I mean what is a gun does could you not have like a a small gun? A lightweight, like yeah. <laughs> I don't know, some weird future gun thing. Sure. I don't know. You could have written anything, bro. It's yeah. not my job to write this game for you. Yeah. Um but yeah, all right. We should uh we should get into to ranking time, yeah. ranking talk. Okay. It's time. It's well, let's rank this thing. I think I'm on the high end of this game. I think I still yeah, enjoy I be this on the playthrough. low end for once. Sure. For once. This is the for first once. time ever. It never happens. <laughs> it never uh, happens. So, uh my high my high spot, the highest I would let this game get is honestly, I'm just I'm looking through, uh, my eyes are dropping past Metroid Dread, my eyes are dropping past Oh god. Uh, we're going low, huh? You better not you go nervous? too low with your no, high. No, 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 no. My, okay. I, th- I think my I think I don't think to to fall in line with your frustration ranking. I think this game could do just better than Pikmin, but could not do better than Final Fantasy VII. That's how I feel about Mirror's okay. Edge. The highest I could see this game going is twenty fifth place, just under Final Fantasy VII. I the lowest I would put. Well, okay, all right. So twenty five. I was gonna say the lowest I would put it is uh, below Star Wars: Shadows of the Empire, mm-hmm. but because you picked twenty five, what if I just say uh, Goldeneye? So we yeah. do, we 25 to 35 is okay, what we can great. do. 25 to 35. So our 10 that we're trying to rank this in between is Final Fantasy 7, Pikmin, Sonic the Hedgehog, Kingdom Hearts, Mass Effect, Journey to Silius, The Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe, Solar Ash, Halo 2, Star Wars Shadows of the Empire, and Twisted Metal 2. And then Killer Instinct and Goldeneye. Sorry. And Stanley goodness. Parable Ultra Deluxe. And then Deluxe. Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe right So there. let's talk about it versus Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. Sure. Obviously, they're both games about running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely both games about running. You do a lot of running. You do, it's a lot of trial and error. Yeah. There's a it lot is, of resetting. It is a lot of trial and error. 
um, they both like kind of indulge mechanics that they probably shouldn't. Like for example, in Stanley Parable, I don't know if you know that there's a part where you can fall. Yeah. Uh, and in Mirror's Edge, there. you can fall, but it's like kind of designed for falling. Mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So definitely gonna knock uh, Stanley Parable Ultra Ultra Deluxe. Yeah, a I think this will go that. above Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. Yes. Uh, um, so Golden Eye. Let's talk about Golden Eye. Uh, this is way more fun to actually play in the year of our Lord 2022. Well, they're both experiments. They you know are what I mean? They're both kind of pushing at the boundaries of yeah. stuff. Um, I feel like Mirror's Edge found some like a like a rich vein mm-hmm. of uh, of gold or, yeah. or diamonds or whatever. I don't right. care. Uh, and then uh, everyone else since has just been like, ah, we're not going to check that out. Goldeneye <laughs> is like a weird, like an evolutionary path that we went on that got cut. Yeah. Where it's like, no, this is not how first-person right. shooters are going to work. Right. Instead, they're going to work more. We're like, actually going to abandon the 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 slow pace. We're going to abandon the uh, yeah walk around and every every screen is potentially time crisis. Yeah. We're not going to do that right. as, from a design perspective. Uh, so I feel like in that way, Goldeneye just I don't know. I I I would give the the edge <laughs> to Mirror's Edge for sure. Uh, just because it's it's more interesting. Yeah. to me, it is more interesting, and I think when it works. It works very, very well. Like when, in the brief times that I do enjoy this game, I really love it. So yeah, it, yeah. it gets it gets pretty high marks for the for the highs. It's got high highs and low lows, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whereas our next game on the list, Killer Instinct, was mostly all lows. Uh, there's got to be highs for somebody out there, but this is Hunter and I's list, and I can't envision a, a world where uh, Killer Instinct goes above Mirror's Edge. Yeah, it's just not. It's I mean, like if Killer Instinct, if Mirror's Edge has this like unique art style that kind of frustrates me from a level design perspective, yeah. but I do think it like looks interesting. Uh, Killer Instinct just has like a skeleton guy <laughs> that's just like I'm and a then skeleton Cinder. guy. Yeah, it 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 doesn't. It it's literally just ripping off like other ideas from uh, from other yeah. better games, yeah, basically. No. Killer Instinct. Uh, so, so next up is Twisted Metal Two. Uh, yeah. So this is kind of a darling for you a little bit, Twisted Metal Two, but where where would you where, where's kind of your breaking point between these two? Because for me it's easy, but I I, I wonder uh, um, how how this equation goes. No no well okay so the things they have in common is they're both kind of in genres that don't really exist now mm-hmm. basically i mean and mirror's edge is kind of the beginning and end point yeah. of its own genre well that, yeah you i feel like you keep harping on this point and it, it's so interesting to me that you think of it this way because you're right it's it's a genre that never got fully born mm-hmm. but instead it's like a mechanical quality that got introduced to a ton of games yes it's like it they just took a little sliver of it and put it into most first person shooters well, yeah, at it's this like, point but there's no other parkour platforming game mm. that genre did not get defined yeah and and un- so like stealth we talked about this with hitman yeah how stealth sort of had like uh it's it's heyday it had a run of right. being its own genre and there's still games occasionally released in the specifically stealth genre right but mostly stealth got kind of just kind of chopped off yeah. and just kind of added Put to other everything. bigger games yeah. basically and i would say pretty poorly for oh, the yeah. most part it's an afterthought in it's an afterthought game. most of the time um, so in that way, it feels like it was just kind of cannibalized by the regular big boy games. Yeah. And, and Mirror's Edge, I think that has happened mm-hmm. with a, n- not that many games, with a number of games that have been like, oh, we'll have some movement like Mirror's yeah. Edge. However, has there been more games where the goal yeah. is to just platform in first person? I don't think so. Yeah. And I, I would like that. Like, 
like stealth got to have that yeah. and maybe first person platforming should have that too right like let's right. let's have it but the argument for twisted metal 2 is essentially car combat kind of did like car combat had its day, it had its day and, and it's it was done. rejected yeah, exactly. yeah it was like and and not to say i wouldn't like there to be more car combat games i know there was one released like this year even yeah that had kind of a rocket league aesthetic right. to it um i don't think it was very successful i haven't heard about right. it again since it came out um but so it's not like i wouldn't like car combat games it's more just like no one was really looking at that genre being like oh what ideas can we pluck yeah. from this Right. To add to our we other We sort of game. found the height of the mechanical complexity of a car combat I mean, game. imagine how hilarious it would have been if, like, Nathan Drake in, like, Uncharted is, like, getting into, like, an ice cream truck and, like, shooting <laughs> missiles for, like, a little portion of yeah. Uncharted. You know what I mean? Yeah. That would that would be a bit of a switch. Be weird, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so next up is Star Wars Shadows of the Empire, another sort of experiment. This one is literally was chopped up and placed into a ton of different games. Slivers of Star Wars Shadows of the Empire exist in most Star Wars games of yep. that five-year span or so. Everything on the N64 uh, is just a piece of Star Wars Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, uh, I think that, I don't know, I, the further we get away from this game, this is a game I'm a little bit more of a darling about, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that this game was better, and mm. also I would... I would advocate for this game even sliding up a few slots on sure. our list here if it sure. was just up to me. Yeah. But I I feel like yeah, it's it not to just repeat a bunch of the same points. It has like a lot of that same stuff in common. Both games are uh more interesting as ideas than they are like feel good mechanically yeah. especially on the pc version right. oh my of God. shadows of the empire yeah shadows of the empire is almost like a fundamentally mechanically sort of busted game at this point like yeah. to play it now is is quite a trial whereas i could play mirror's edge i mean i played it on my my steam deck it did i did have a number of times i had to keep pumping the graphics setting way down it, mm -hmm. it chugged but that's on a steam deck i don't know anything about like actually the upper limit of oh, what a steam deck can i handle. played it on a pc one time i remember the port feeling kind of kind of goofy kinda clunky. a little goofy yeah. a little clunky yeah uh so if we're going above star wars next up is halo 2 uh, I Trash still have a sucks. deep, Trash yeah, I have a sucks. deep hatred for Halo 2. Sucks game, this that game, game sucks. Halo 2 probably needs to get thrown even further in the yeah, dumpster, let's, honestly. Yeah, let's dump on that game more. <laughs> uh, next up is, so, <laughs> that's it, I'm, I'm yeah, serious about it. that point. That's it. Solar Ash, though, is where I'm hitting a breaking point. Because Solar Ash has a lot of the same issues. It is a game yep. about movement that often uh, stops yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. slows you down. The traversal the slow paced traversal when it works in mirror's edge feels better than the slow paced traversal in solar ash solar ash it literally yeah. feels like they're stopping you from playing the game mm -hmm. they but both have bogus stories bogus that don't stories really that don't track connect. although i will say and this is i like finding something positive to say about solar ash. yeah i do feel like the story in solar ash is more considered yes. than the story of mirror's edge yeah. even if they just throw and honestly you know earlier when i was talking about like oh they need to define the world of Mirror's Edge like better. Yeah. Solar Ash is kind of going the other they way. Do, with it. It's it like, let define. me define this world for you. <laughs> exactly. Here's a bunch of very specific terms yeah. that you do not understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I would take that over what Mirror's Edge does, though, yeah. which is just kind of undercooks it's the whole bland. thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's I, bland. I think Solar Ash tries a bunch of things, but then, I mean, honestly, Solar Ash still feels like a thing where the indie development team went, we can't work on this project anymore. We've been yeah. doing this too long and we got to move on. We got other stuff we want to do. Mm -hmm. I, I, we just want to make Hyperlight Breaker now. Let's just call it something different. 
Yeah. And and be done with it. Whereas Mirror's Edge feels like a suit walked in and said, all right, time's up. Did you put enough guns in it? Add some guns in. Let's ship it. Like, that's the, yeah. that's the story of Ma- of Mirror's Edge to me. I just uh, imagined the, the team that worked on Solar Ash hearing you, like, characterize the development and that specific. We just got to get this done. Just pump this out. No, 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 no. no We're no. just, just throw it out there. We want to work on the cool thing that Matt's excited about. I don't mean it that way. But look at... Look, I'm sorry, but look at Hyperlight Breaker and tell me that's not borrowing way more from Solar Ash than it does Hyperlight Drifter. I can't wait Drifter. to dunk on Hyperlight Breaker. That I'm game's not gonna even suck. Say, I'm not. You're so mean. <laughs> I'm the one being mean to the developers. Yeah. Okay. Yes, sure. You are. You are. No. I, what I, I'm saying is they they had the game they had, and but it's like if they wanted to keep sort of fishing for like what was going to make the hook of that game feel really really good, it was going to take like multiple more years, and it had already been many years since. Hyperlight Drift. Let me ask. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Which one is more Sega? It's Solar Ash. Solar, Solar Ash, Ash wins. Sure. Solar yeah. Ash wins. Easy. Yeah. 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 I, I think this is a good spot for Mirror's Edge. Right under Solar Ash. They have a lot of commonalities, honestly. Um, and just looking ahead on the list, too, I do... I, I firmly feel like there's nothing that, you know, how sometimes this list is like, actually, that's supposed to be higher up and it's not. I can't imagine Mirror's Edge being better than Journey to Silius, Mass Effect, Stanley Parable, Ultra Deluxe. There's no way it would be better than Stanley Parable. Ultra there's Deluxe. no way it would be better than Stanley Parable, Ultra right. Deluxe. That's absurd. There's how could we possibly talk about Mirror's Edge and Stanley Parable, Ultra Deluxe and think that Mirror's Edge yeah. was the best. Stanley Parable, Ultra Deluxe is art. Is art. In Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe, you actually come to a set of doors. There's one door on the left, there's one door on the right, and there's one door behind you. And then behind that door is another door. Mm -hmm. And the narrator says, Stanley. And the door is, and then the door turns red, and you like (laughs) charge through it way too fast. You just punch through the door. That's the best part about this: these doors in the Stanley Parable. Yeah, with your your runner's vision, with your runner's vision, you can never open them slowly. Every single door is. Hey, we're here. Yeah, here to party. Where's Stanley? (laughs) It's so. The reason they did that is because. When they were making Mirror's Edge, they had a brightness slider, and yeah. they were like, how high up can yeah. this go? Higher. And they kept saying, higher, <laughs> higher. And so every time you bust through a door, it's so they can just blind you. <laughs> They're just like, ah, look how bright it is. I hate you. They're saying. They're, it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. But yeah, give me Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe with Runner's Vision, yeah. and then it will finally be better than Mirror's Edge, which of course it isn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. What a thing. All right. Uh, well, so now, I don't know what's coming up on the docket. Uh, we, we're sort of in a... We, we got a couple things we coming up. We have things coming up. I, I played Panzer Dragoon 2 Zvi. Panzer Dragoon Zvi. Panzer Dragoon Zvi. Panzer Dragoon Zvi. I'm excited to do that episode because yeah. now, now we're talking Sega, buddy. Oh, okay. Okay, calm down. I'm not going to How about calm you down. chill out a little bit? Listen, my eyes have been opened. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, dragons so, are cool. Dragons are cool. I'm a dragon guy now. Dragons are cool. You know where dragons are really, really cool is Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. Oh, oh my god! Which is I don't want to episode game. I can't. that we will be playing. Actually, you know what I've already done is I've I've conned you into letting me bring Paul and Sean yeah. onto that episode so that the three of us can outnumber you in our. Uh, nostalgia oh i fully expect yeah that's that's actually by design yeah because what i want is for the audience to realize who you are i'm trying to kind of unmask you Uh so that they can all see 
you for so of course we need Paul and Sean because they need to enable you yeah. to put on your Skyrim hat yeah. and just start rattling off your crazy stuff that I've had to listen to <laughs> for decades now for at least two decades. Well, around two. <laughs> I mean, almost two, almost two decades it's now. Complete, whatever you're saying is so nonsense. I it's don't even so know how to true. Yeah. It's so real. All right. Well, the um, 31st best game of all time is, is Mirror's, Mirror's Edge. Edge. Uh, congratulations. Your letter is in the mail. Hey, just want to say the speed run's better than the game. Yeah. So, and, and, if, and if this was a list of speed runs, of games to watch yeah. speed run style... Mirror's Edge would rank real high for it me. Be, it's a real cool speed run to watch. And and please check it out. And if you speed run Mirror's Edge, throw out everything we just said. You don't need yeah. to listen to You're what we have to say. You're playing the game the right way. Yeah. <laughs> You're playing the game that actually has intended, you so found, it's way better. You, you basically, I mean, I would say what's happened with the Mirror's Edge speed run is that the people that made Mirror's Edge, they had this idea. Yeah. They were like, the game's going to be like this. It's going to be about moving crazy big time right. in the, with the first person camera. Yeah. And then they made a game and they didn't quite like really achieve that. Yeah. And then the speedrun community was like, no, we think you did achieve it, actually. Yeah. We can look underneath the hood and know where all your bits oh, and bops are. Yeah, yeah, and we'll yeah. break every we single one of them. We can move that bit, that bop over there. Oh, uh, oh, you have to stop and fight uh, police? No. No, you don't. I'll skip the whole section. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm skipping that. I'm flying across. It's just it's just knees in the air flying for these speedrunners out here. Okay? That's what Mirror's Edge really is. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good night. Good night. Yeah. What, good night. What do you mean? It's good not. Night. So what next coming up? We got Mario Kart sixty four. Oh yeah, we do. We got Panzer Dragoon Zvi. Mm -hmm. We got. We're gonna be talking about Last of Us. Hey, in uh, the future. Uh, here, here, Disco here's Elysium. Here's the thing we're to talk about, about Last of Us right now. Dragon Quest eleven. We're gonna be talking about. You're gonna be talking about Metal Gear Solid. I'm not, in, we're gonna I'm be not invited about. to the Dragon Quest eleven party. Well, but you're gonna be there anyways, even though you're not invited. Gonna, you're gonna, gonna show up and crash our crash. Dragon. <laughs> me and Paul's Dragon Quest eleven party. Echoes of an elusive age. Okay, Defin S Definitive Edition. Okay, you're gonna be crashing that party, even though we don't even want you there. I'm stoked for that episode because it's just gonna be two guys just being like, "Man, remember that part?" And then that's great. And man, yep, I love. Oh man, and remember when? And then the art looks like that. The man. positive episodes are better than the negative episodes. Oh, sure. Everybody knows this. Yeah. Everybody knows Everybody this. Knows I hope it. we weren't too negative on Mirror's Edge. I mean, it's. It's lower, low-ish on the list, yeah. but it's under a lot of really great yeah. games. I mean, it's better than Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe, so it's what else do you want from It's better than Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. What else do you want from us? Thank y'all for listening to Old Gamers Almanac, produced by Hunter Donaldson and Matt Martin. Music by Night Corey. Bye.